Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking codswallop. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Codswallop, right here, man. This week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma, and it's International Women's Day when we're recording. So I've got two wonderful ladies with me. Do you want to introduce yourselves? My name's Joanne, and yes, I can confirm I have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord, and I'm Gabrielle, and I don't know where to go after that. <laughs> you can go to your vagina if you want. <laughs> I'm good. I sent the vagina monologues. This is like, you know, um, uh, up a woman, up a woman. Yes. That's all I can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, this is obviously with the three women of Talking God's Wallop now. So, and as I mentioned in the previous episodes that I wanted to sit down with the two of you and because obviously James did an introduction episode. So I wanted to do a little chat with you two as well so what better day to do it on <laughs> exactly yeah it's almost like we planned it but actually I didn't I didn't even think about the day but <laughs> accidentally on purpose exactly exactly so how are you both I think I'm okay I'm, I'm going through a wee bit of a weird phase at the moment I was telling you earlier I'm not very chatty at the moment, which isn't like me, as anybody who listens to me on a podcast knows. So yeah. hopefully this will brighten my day. I'm sure so, it will. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Just I think it happens to everybody. Could be at, at, at long last the lockdown's actually starting to get to me. Might actually be that. I think I said that to you before as well. It's like the this lockdown seems to have hit everyone much harder in some weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think where we've lived through it before and it's kind of like... We know what to expect from it, but it is worse because we know what to expect, if you know what I mean. And so last time we didn't really know what to expect. No, it was a bit of an adventure. And I think probably mental health is something that we've all become a lot more aware of because of lockdown. Mm -hmm. I think even people who have never suffered are suddenly going, oh, I'm just not as I'm I'm not I'm not there anymore. There's something not right. I mean, to certainly. Uh, thinking about a couple of friends who had come back and said, it's not like me, I just don't feel I don't I don't feel right, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Because you kind of feel grateful. Well, you and I, Gemma, we've had our first vaccination and you can't help but feel really grateful. I was so excited last Thursday. I've never been so excited to get anything stuck in me for quite a long time. <laughs> so it was it was the most thrilling thing I've had inside me for ages. And and I loved every moment of it, even though it was extremely quick and I didn't know what the doctor was there half the time. But yeah, it's, it's like a really bad. 
Uh, it was a bad date. It was a really bad date. I mean, I put it up on Facebook that um, the doctor was in and in, in and out without anybody noticing, and I was really hoping that his wife doesn't say the same thing, <laughs> especially on International Women's Day. That's that's a bit cake. Yeah, <laughs> I know that my mum was, you know, because it was announced at one point that the army might be getting involved in doing like jabs and stuff. And she goes, oh, I'd love it for a nice army man to give me a jab in. <laughs> oh, yes. There's nothing better than getting something slipped inside you by an army guy. <laughs> I just I just see Michelle and Derriger. I was going to think if I told him I had an incendiary device in my knickers, he'll search in there. That's all I say when you just said that about soldiers and getting them to search you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do like a man in uniform i have to say no that would give me plenty to talk about <laughs> yep <laughs> all right well i'll just put up an image <laughs> <laughs> and then gabrielle obviously you're the newest member of the team at the moment so yeah how are you doing grand bored off my second tits um just have just, just bored now i've just got to a point where I don't even know. It's like Joanne said, it's hard to describe it. It's just, buh. Yeah. You know, there's no other word but buh. Yeah. I'm excited, yes, because there seems to be an end in sight and hopefully I'll get back to hosting at the end of the year. But there's still a lot of the year to go and a lot can happen between now and then. So it's hard to stay. You're almost scared to be hopeful. Yeah. In a way, if that makes sense. So I think that's what's sort of annoying me. I'm getting excited, but then I'm scared to be excited at the same time, which leads yeah. to me being bored. Because I've nothing to get excited about. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, so, you know, with regards to the things that you do, I know you kind of went through it with James, but just in a little bit more, you look after, uh, what is it, Wish wish Mother or? A wish sorry. Mama, that's my. Wish, wish Mama, it's, yeah. It's, it's sort of a nickname that sort of, I don't know, just because I'm one of them people, whenever I'm at an event, I'm like, have you got your drink? Have you got a drink? Have you eaten today? Have you done this? And, you know, at the whole time, forgetting to eat yourself, which is the mm-hmm. typical mom, the typical mummy thing to do. So it just sort of became my name. And then I do that, but I do hosting for events over at Monopoly events, um, mainly in England and Scotland at the minute, but they'll be coming to Northern Ireland, hopefully now next year with this all hopefully clearing up but yeah I host all the cosplay side of things and just have a good laugh with it really enjoy it it's something I never thought in my wildest dreams my drama teacher said I'd be doing it but I sure as hell didn't know that I would be doing anything on stage not at all not a chance I didn't think I'd be seen as funny on the stage either which still Joanne will tell you I think I come off the stage everyone's laughing and I'm like what in the hell were they laughing at I was just talking (laughs) you're just completely on (laughs) adrenaline by the time you come off Oh, and also, respect. I have to say, you never fucking eat or drink through the day. Yeah. And it's usually me. This is an occasion where the roles are usually reversed. If I'm at the event, I'm shouting to Gabriel, have you eaten anything today? Have you drank anything? Have you sat down? I've had a bite of a Krispy Kreme and then someone stole the rest. <sighs> yeah, that's yes. generally my food content for the... That's why we hoover up our breakfast when we're out at events, Joanne. Joanne and I at the buffet breakfast is some as a sight. It is a sight <laughs> to behold. Yeah, like, we're not big people. Like we're not big, but fuck me, the food we put away them mornings is like we're preparing for the apocalypse or something. Well, you ate everything, and you nearly destroyed the waffle maker when we stayed over in the one in De- uh, in Manchester no, in December I didn't. last year. No, I didn't. That was you. Blamed me, Spencer. Spencer. Spencer Wilding was a witness to the fact that it was totally <laughs> not me at all. <laughs> 
Imagine her. She dubbed me in. I, I wasn't even the one that did it, but she told Spencer Wilding, who plays flipping Darth Vader, oh, it was Joanne. She messed up the waffle machine. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> as I run away with my very messy waffles. Oh, it was everything. It was just, it was, it was a great buffet. And Gabrielle just sort of started at the beginning and worked her way all the way down through it. Had the hot yeah. food, then got to the like desserty stuff, and then got all the takeaway croissants, and Nutella sachets. If I stood on her big toe, the top of her head flips open, and I just have to scrape food into it. It's like a bin. It's like a bin. <laughs> yeah. If it's a not free buffet, but like included, why not pick out and make the most of it? Especially if that's well, going to be your only food for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, I think the last time, Joanne, when you and I were, was it sci-fi? I don't think we ate anything until the pizza, like eight or oh, nine yeah. o'clock that night, eight or nine o'clock at night. Mm. And I mean, that's I, right. I don't know how the hell we were dancing on the dance floor because I was, I had like, there was nothing in the tanks. No, we, we were like... Me. Vultures, by the time those pizza arrived, we're like, ah, 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 oh, yep. seagulls. We were like two seagulls sailing <laughs> <laughs> down to try and get this freaking pizza. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's food is just it's total obsession. Actually, to be honest, uh, I mean, Gabrielle is just completely obsessed with food. We go anywhere. I'm starving. When are we going to get something to eat? <laughs> well, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. Right. You're at a buffet, all you can eat buffet breakfast. What are the bits that you try to steal? Because I always try things. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to. Like the pan mm. chocolates, the croissants, the little Nutella sachets, preferably, because that's my own preference. Other people can take the jams and whatever. Any fruit you can get. Um, a little bacon bap, if you can, wrap it in some, wrap it in a napkin and not necessarily have the brown sauce on it because that would make a mess, but take a couple of brown sauce sachets and go with it too. And then if you have a little container, fill it with like some orange juice or nice water and run like fuck. There you go. I, I kind of expected one thing, and I got the whole fucking buffet there. In other words, you just kind of go and, and wrap your arms around everything and fuck off with it. What about you, Gemma? Is there anything? I haven't even asked you how your week's been yet. We're all in the food. Yeah, we're on food. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably would um, take the little sachets, you know, like the, the jams and the whatnot. You like it. I'm, black currant jam is usually my favorite. Um, and yeah, I was I was thinking more along the lines of get a napkin and have a couple of sausages and a couple of hash browns in there, and maybe a roll, so I can make a you know, and maybe grab some mayonnaise so I can like have some lunch later. Maybe. Do you yeah. do the bit where you look around to see if anybody's watching you wrapping all this yes. stuff? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. know rightly that the staff who work there are going. Look at these agents here. They think that we don't see it, but they must recognize there's a certain look. You sort of go, there's one shoulder, there's another shoulder. You sort of nod at the person sitting across from you. Here, keep an eye out. Just just make sure nobody's looking. And they probably, they might have a bingo card somewhere. Oh, right, okay. We, we've got a two-shoulder person, left, right, and then a nod. Right, okay. What have you got? Oh, no, I've just got somebody who's walked off of the whole buffet table. <laughs> <laughs> so I, can, I can remember Gordon and I, we went to Paris with the kids. This was about four years ago, something like that. There went to Disney and it was all you could eat breakfast. Um, and I, I know food in Paris especially can be quite expensive. Plus yeah. trying to find something that maybe the kids will eat might be a bit hit and miss. But in Disney, you're not allowed to take the food with you. That's the end of the conversation. I was a stealth motherfucker. I had croissants. <laughs> I had little cheese slices. I had ham slices. I had 
sipping sandwiches created out of croissants, wrapped them in the bag with fruit, and away I went. I was prepared for lunch with the kids. It was great. How did you get in? <laughs> How did I get in to where? And like, you know, like when you went into Disney, did they not like check you? Oh no! This is no. I was. I was. Sorry, I should have collaborated. I was staying in Disney at a Disney hotel. Ah, okay. And I took the food to go into Paris with me. In Disney, you can bring food all the hell you want because they're not stupid. Like uh, there's shit in there. But no, I was taking the food out of Disney to eat on the train and all. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, well, one of those bits of fruit might have been a singing thing because you know Disney, everything's fucking animated. You could have been eating some sort of sentient being on the way down in the train. Oh well. Oh well. My shit would be musical then. I don't know. It would be an experience. (laughs) It would be. It would be. But yeah, now I'm hungry. Yeah, every time. Every chuffing time. (laughs) Well, it's good. The stress, the stress of this is making me lose weight at the minute. So I'm eating like a horse and losing the weight. So it's great crack for me at the minute. Love it. Sadly, not happening for me. (laughs) I eat. Actually, to be honest, I don't really eat masses i do eat the wrong food but um yeah i do i eat uh, you know sort of don't eat masses of things sort of thing but yeah my body just seems like hold on to stuff rather than let it go (laughs) Uh, let it go Don't that would be my problem at the moment. (laughs) do you want do you want tiny you're tiny you have a six pack not at the moment so you haven't seen me for a while. I, I've put a bit, I've got this bit of a keg and we started drinking full fat milk a couple of weeks ago and I had started to eat porridge and I realized that what possibly that was putting the weight on me was because the porridge, you need a lot more milk. So it's probably eating, drinking in my, or taking a my cereal or my porridge, but three times the amount of milk I usually take. So that's why I started to put weight on. I had a brainwave last night. I thought it's that bloody full fat milk. I'm putting far too much of it in everything. It's yeah. better for you, but it's just, I think it's okay if you drink it in the quantities you're supposed to. But no, I think it was just. So I'm, I'm getting a bit worried about cat suits and stuff like that because I'm thinking, yeah, pe- people think, oh, I want to get in shape for a holiday. I think I need to get in shape for my cat suits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you like it or not, but with porridge, you can make it with water and then you can just add like a dash of milk with it. So it's got Ooh. the milkiness to it. Um, but yeah, if you make it majority with water, then um, it still does and tastes pretty much the same. But yeah, um, obviously, if you did it without the milk, then it would be slightly different. Uh, you know, it's kind of not quite as creamy as it usually is. But if you yeah. just add the little dash of milk, then uh, yeah, it kind of it's just pretty much like having um, what is it, skimmed milk, I suppose. Also, yeah, true. Yeah. So, because you've got the water there as well, so that might help. Not that you need yeah. to lose weight anyway. But, you oh, you're just, it, it's only a wee bit, like, but it's enough whenever you put some of those outfits of mine on. Uh, just, but I become. <laughs> that's the only thing about cosplay. It kind of makes you slightly paranoid in some ways. Yeah, can do. I mean, all all cosplayers are like, "Oh, it's this. It's that. If only I could do this, and I could do that." And um, we're always going, "Oh no, cosplays for all." And then meantime, we're we're in a corner berating ourselves. Should have eaten that, or you shouldn't have done that, or that should have been better, or you could have made that easier. You're always your hardest taskmaster, really, in the end, with yeah. most things. But I think with cosplay, you're it's a it's a great thing to do, but it can also be a very critical environment because people can be very past remarkable and you, you can get into that mindset yourself as well you can you, you then do that with somebody else and you go then, then you catch yourself on you think 
I'm doing what I'm I'm doing actually what I said th- that I thought shouldn't be done. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's, it's sort of, it's a bit of a downward spiral. If you, if you let it go it can become quite a downward spiral and you start comparing yourself to other people and it's just maybe yeah. I don't know. It's you, you know what I mean Gabrielle it's it's a weird yeah, thing definitely. you've seen all the cosplayers doing it. Yeah. yeah, I think like this year, you know, yourself drives, or well, or last year, sort of lost nights all merged into one night. Um, was the first time I've ever had a costume that was like all my legs were exposed, like for the first time I think ever in. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not tiny by any means. I'm not. I've got roles. I had children. I have, uh, you know, I have a Buddha belly. I'm happy, and I'm just gonna start to own it. And I think it was the first time I'd ever done that. So it was. Yeah. So it's. I think once you sort of like. If you can get to accept that that's who you are and what it is, then it, it's fine. But it's getting to that point, if you know what I mean. Because I know my mm-hmm. new costume I'm working on, the Scorpio one I was telling you about, that's a lot of leg. The only that's bonus is like, it's only like, it's like a tabard in the front so my Buddha can be hidden. That's the only bonus about it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, obviously it's quite, you know, I see what you're saying with regards to like cosplay, but I think you can sort of do that with anything in life, really, can't yeah. you? Yeah. It's like quite often with this podcast, I always think, oh, I'm not as good as that. I'm not as good as this, you know, or I'm better than that. You know, the, the, you know, obviously I do have the comparisons of some sort, but then at some point, this was sort of more in the early days, but nowadays I'm just like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> as, long as, as long as we're funny and we bring good content or whatever, you know, I'm happy with what our project is. So, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, me. I'm. I've been fine this week. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and about about what? How long? We're twenty minutes in, and you're only getting a chance to tell us about yourself now. <laughs> All good. I talk every other week. It's not a problem. But um, yeah. I don't think anything really interesting has happened. I've just been going back and forth to the doctor to get my uh, the wound packed. And um, oh, sorry. Am I keeping you awake? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no Gabrielle. one would have known. No one would have known. <laughs> yeah, we're all doing a video podcast, and Gabrielle just yawned as I was talking. So rude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going back and forth to the hospital, um, hospital and doctor, really, to get the wound packed and uh, re covered and stuff like that so it's all fun and games it's quite boring really I don't think really anything exciting has happened this week really for me but I have got cod's wallop so that's good (laughs) oh good 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 yeah good things so should we get into what a load of cod's wallop yes why not do any of you got any cod's wallop this week Uh, I was worried you were going to ask me first I'm trying to think if you Uh... haven't it's fine you can just be a letdown like James (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no pressure because this is supposed to be something that really Burn. is um, Burn. Yeah, um well, drinking full fat milk and putting weight on without realizing like a dick is annoying me you know i'm in there throwing myself around my living room most days doing whatever bloody exercise and weight training and all sorts of things and my shoulders are getting bigger and i've got you know big pecs and all at the moment and i go what the fuck am i putting weight on so that was mccod's wallop actually i was that's what i was ranting to himself about last night Look at me! I'm putting weight on! Standing there naked. He's not the slightest bit worried. <laughs> As you can imagine. Give me your hand here. Here, touch this. Look, look how muscular this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was happy. See, at that at that point, uh, at that point, my other half would probably grab my hand and put it on his groin here. See how muscular this is. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Look at this, this keeps growing. <laughs> I don't know what's causing it. <laughs> 
Must be the milk. Must milk. be the milk. <laughs> Look at this milky substance here. Oh, Joanne. <laughs> it was going that way. You knew it. But no, <laughs> well, and apart from it, also my other cause well, it would probably be just the fact that I could feel my mood starting to go yeah. for some strange reason. Though I must admit, talk to me is now has kind of picked me up again. I've started to go smutty, so that's usually a good sign. Yeah, I was going to say that at the beginning of this, you said that yeah, I'm not really in a chatty kind of mood, and <laughs> I haven't been able to shut you up so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like I'm a big burst pimple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that is amazing because that's what we need on the podcast. Everyone to just chat. So, <laughs> and uh, Gabrielle, what's your codswallop this week? Well, my codswallop, and it's fucking hell. And I don't like, Joanne can tell you because she's known me for a while. I'm not one of them all women's right, pro feminist, and I'm just whatever, you know, let. Yeah. People live and be whatever. I don't really care if you want to call yourself a shoe, call yourself a shoe. I don't really give a shit. Just don't be mean to everyone else and I don't care. Apparently there's this app called Twitch. Apparently it's a, I don't know what the fucking app it is. I'm going to assume it's a dating app anyway. Twitch, I think, is a gaming app. So where you can watch <laughs> yeah. people who... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Human? Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, my brother's on Twitch. My brother's on Twitch. Okay, right, okay, I get it right. right. Let me very quickly interject a second. Sorry. Because um, I'm just thinking of... Um, an a dating app called Twitch for people that have got Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Twitch like what goes on with your wrist after a while, is it? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, sorry, I had to um, interject that. No, you, you dirty, 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 smutty bitch. Um, yeah, no. But apparently, right, when it gets to the partner, I've seen, you know, when you get to those like um, select your gender, blah, blah, blah. And I have seen even before people were coming out as cis or trans or whatever there was male female both people have there was actually a both option which I always thought was an error but in this they've had to retract it now because people complained that they were they took out the word woman and they replaced it with well it was woman but there was an x instead of the a and it was like hang the fuck on a minute like I'm not being funny a man who was born into or a woman who was born into a man's body when they change physically into a woman, they want to be called a woman. They've gone through the trouble to earn that right. Me as a woman with boobs, vagina, well, don't have a womb anymore. So, well, okay, anyway, we're, you know, I used to. I went through shit as a woman and I'm quite proud to be called a woman. So yeah. I don't know why they then try to take something that so many, like women have not been recognized for so long and we've still are struggling to be recognized in places and, for someone who's not a fucking feminist, I'm coming across like a real fucking activist. But um, do, do, does that make sense? Like women have fought so hard to be recognized, to be seen, to be, yeah. you know, a woman has earned this role. A woman has been seen, like say the Oscars or the Golden Globes, there's only two women have ever won the best director title. So a woman has won that. So why then has someone come along and says, do you know what? Because saying you're a woman might offend someone who's, cis or trans or whatever then we'll take it away from people who want to be called a woman yeah. does that make sense that just irked the living shit cleaner to me you know it's like i'm happy and proud to be called a woman i want to be i don't make me feel like i need to feel guilty because i'm i am calling myself a woman by the way for anyone listening i am actually a woman for fuck's sake like i'm not just saying i'm calling myself a woman but i'm like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I am a woman. I'm happy to be called a woman. My husband is a man. He wants to be called a man. If my freaking... I've, I've known people who are trans and they are now 
a male. They used to be a woman. They're now a man. I've known people who were men and are now women, and they're happy to be called women. You know, if you want to be called cis, then be called cis. That should be the option. Male, female, cis, prefer not to say, but to take out something that people are still fighting Yeah, to try and be equal. It's, it was just wrong. It's took away like all that struggle, if that made sense. Yeah. So yeah. can I ask, do they have men, women with an X? Uh, yeah. What are, I mean, what, I don't know. I can't remember. I cannot remember uh, what the other options are. It's all, it's because, all been changed back now. So Because uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I, I don't necessarily see myself as a woman. And I, yeah. and I don't see myself as a man. Um, I'm sort of like... I'm anywhere from, and I still can't figure it out to be perfectly, I'm either gender fluid or non-binary. Yeah. So I could understand if they maybe covered that aspect, you know, like the pronoun maybe was them. Mm -hmm. And then they had, because there there is an awful lot of X and Y chromosomes that somebody's not necessarily, it isn't, it isn't binary and it's, it's either not, it's not just male or female. There is an awful lot more to it. I mean, the gender's, in many ways or some that are imposed by society but physically it's there's a whole heap of other things going on that I know other people could talk about it really quite eloquently but if there's not even that ability to define what you are woman women should be it should be male female and then all the other pronouns that there should be that option it should and it shouldn't take away from woman because you're absolutely right. We as a species, well, species, here we go. We, men often not thought we were another species from Venus. But to, to take away a, a woman's identity, yeah. especially now when the world is still not a great place for us, we still have problems when it comes to abortion rights. I mean, Northern Ireland's bad on that, even though it was passed. It's still going back to the human rights. I think to be appealed again because we haven't got half of things that we were supposed to have in place by now. Um, there's the like of Poland there where the right to abortion has been has been crippled. Uh, so many places in the world where it is shown that if you bring up and you educate women, that actually it's a better society for all because there's more. There are more chances for women to learn and then pass that on to the other generations as well. It's it's better for the economy. Everything is much better whenever you raise women up and don't put them down. So to take away a person's identity, and it's the same if you're non-binary, if you're male, if you're trans, whatever. If you take away that person's ability to identify as they see fit, that is a form of censorship. and. It's very, it's very, very wrong. Very wrong. Yeah. yeah, that that was just the one thing. And like, as I've said, anyone who knows me knows I'm not in any way outspoken about anything like this because I really couldn't usually give two flying fiddlers what people want to call themselves. Um, it might take me a while to adjust to the, the, the pronouns. Like, I will be honest and be like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be someone who would flow into it gracefully. If I, if I know you as a man and you tell me you're, I would it would take me a while if you want to be called they instead of he it would take me it would take me getting used to but that's just that's getting rid of 38 years of you know a habit so it's it's yeah it'll take it'll take time to that's that's a learning thing it's not disrespectful it's just I'm I need to learn how to change that and it's it's just a habit of speech if that makes sense it's not a like it's Mm -hmm. not disrespectful it's just genuinely but then to be like you said to take away something especially I mean like 
we're barely seen as legal citizens most of the time. So it was just something that really, like, I'm glad they've reverted back to normal. But apparently it actually derived from, do you, have you ever seen this scene in Legally Blonde where the girl's like, we want, we don't want to call it the winter semester, we want to call it the winter ovester because semesters like linked to semen, which is the male whatever. Apparently they wanted to take out the man part of woman. Oh, okay. And I was like, right, okay, well, that's a load of shit because we're both the same. We're the same. We're all human beings. Yeah. We, we're just, just stop taking the, we're all, we're all, we're, you know, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other words for it, but like anyone who knows me knows I don't, but that just irked my goat. It's like, I don't want to feel offended. I don't want to feel like a fan, like I'm offending someone by saying I'm a bloody woman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that definitely because um, it's also going back a few years as well that they did the same thing with the Venus sign on um, feminine products as well. They took that away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that was something that at the time we sort of discussed as a cod wallop as well because it was just like, I think I accept everybody wants to be who they want to be. And, um, and you know, I don't think any of us think differently to that you know kind of thing um but we should equally be allowed to feel the way that we feel and be able to like if we just go to a shop and pick up a product that we normally would use you know like you know during time of the month sorry male listeners (laughs) but you know there are packaging aren't they so yeah they don't have to be pink because they're a female i can't stand the color pink it doesn't have to be pink. It doesn't have to be blue for boys. It can be whatever color. I know I've kind of drifted off onto colors now, but it's still the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah. we're all the same. You know, if you strip the human body down, we're all exactly the same apart from a couple of differences. And and that's it. And But it's mainly mental state, isn't it? Which is what triggers how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. suppose no way. I mean, like Joanne, you say you you're not sure if it's non-binary or gender fluid, but when Gemma was talking about the the sanitary sanitary items that we shall utilize once a month, they are specifically for females, women who are born female and have that unfort that glorious time of the month. It's just one of them things. And you, I you wouldn't have been offended the fact that there was the universal sign for a female for women on it, because that's why people took it away because oh I'm offended uh, because I'm I'm at say like I, I was a trans woman who I'm offended because it doesn't represent me well it mightn't but I'm not not no disrespect but you haven't had to go you don't have to go through well, the I see you know, I don't know whenever somebody does on experience a sex change hand on heart I don't know whether they then have periods I, I don't know well, there's no uterus. You don't have a uterus still. Do you know? I don't know. I think it was from the other point of view. So I think it was for the females who were then transitioning into being males. Yes, I, that, I, yeah. That's what I was like, oh, it offends us oh, that we have right. to do this. It's like, shut up, wind your neck, and you, right, you're changing through the change, but then don't take it away from everybody else. Yeah. You know, don't take yeah. from us what we're working for. Just to, it doesn't sound, that sounds really bad, but don't, we're, unfortunately, well, I'm lucky I had a hysterectomy, so I don't have to go through that crap anymore. I haven't had to for 10 years now. No, hang on. How old's Taylor? 14, 13, 13 years. 13 years. <gasps> what a shit, that's a long time. But we still have to go through it. And unfortunately, it's the joys of being a woman, not a woman. Whatever the fuck yeah. the X means. 
You know, <laughs> I just thought maybe X meant sexy or something like that. I am. Where that, or maybe you're a mutant. I would, I would be more offended when you call me a mutant. I would just see X-Men, just the inner geek in me would be like, are you calling me <laughs> yeah. a fucking X-Men mutant? Like, you know, what is my super, what is my superpower here to bleed monthly? You know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was my cause wallop. Sorry, it took me on a bit of a tangent there, but it was just something that never really annoys me. Never really. I, but it was, it just was like, I don't want to feel like I'm offending someone just because I have, I'm a woman. Fair enough, indeed. And uh, that's why we have cod swallop, so that we can get it off our chest, you know. <laughs> well, mine, in comparison, is a bit lame now. <laughs> I should have gone first. <laughs> it was just the fact that Wessex Water, which is our local water supply, they turned our water off, uh, not because we hadn't paid the bill, but because they needed to repair something. But they just didn't bother to tell us, which was really, really frustrating because it was just like... All of a sudden, luckily, we tried the kitchen tap first and the water wasn't coming out. You imagine if like somebody had just gone for a wee or something and they just flushed the toilet. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Ooh. that's the last flush that we've got. <laughs> Let's hope not for number twos. <laughs> it was just like, oh, dear, that's, you know, that was really hard. But uh, so I, I just popped to Asda and I got a couple of big bottles of water, you know, like the 17p ones or whatever it was. Luckily, when I got back, it I was actually turned back on again because they were actually trying to fix the water supply. But it's just the fact that they didn't bother to tell us that it was going to be turned off. It, it was like really annoying. It's not very good customer yeah. service. Just send a quick, you know, text message out to people or an email out to people or something like that, or a, you know, like a voice call, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, absolutely no need for that. That, that's really bad because if you had had somebody in the house that needed fresh water for whatever medical reason, yeah, whatever, whether it's a dialysis machine, I'm not quite sure whether you know whether you need fresh water to pump anything through. Again, I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm doing my guessing, but again, between between inner inner bits and now people with you know <laughs> with kidney dialysis machines, I'm making shit up here to go along. I haven't a clue. But anyway, <laughs> if there was some medical equipment or something that you needed continuous fresh water for. Yeah. Or if you're running a Starbucks and you continuously want to clean your spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That used to or, really annoy me, that. <laughs> yeah. Or you just want a glass of water because you're really thirsty. Yeah. I suppose something simple like that, yeah, that would do. <laughs> yeah. I love how you went to, like, the medical field. and I was just like, we'll have, you know, simple glass of water. <laughs> also, just quickly, on Talking Cards Wallop, we never know what we're talking about. So if you don't know what you're talking about, just pretend you do. And then, you know, yeah. nobody will tell you different. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing about podcasts right now because people often listen to them and you'll hear snipping on it and you go, oh my goodness, I didn't know that. And then before you know it, it's repeated and it just goes all the way around and it becomes fact. Eventually it just becomes fact. <laughs> well, that actually reminds me actually on, on last week's episode, Joanne, well, in case this is a later episode, but I think it probably will come out this weekend. Um, when you recorded with James, so it was a week, Sorry, it was a couple of weeks ago anyway. Um, you, you said, oh, yes, we are uh, two girls, one James, minus the poop. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> I, I didn't take offence by it, really. But, you know, like it, when I first heard it, I was just like, <laughs> 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 no. I was thinking more about it. 
But Gabriella, Gabriella and I pooping in this cup. <laughs> I wasn't that when you you that was when you and I were on my James talking about it. it was like a whole yes, thing yeah. ended up in a whole dissension into chaos. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry about that, Gemma. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. <laughs> Just know your place. <laughs> Talking po- poops, pop swap, poop swallop. I can't. I don't know. I'm not even going to try and uh, talk shite. No, <laughs> that's what I've been doing. Some people talk cod swallop. I mostly talk shite. <laughs> no, yeah, we all talk shite, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you've either got to have a really bad illness. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, you two don't have to answer this question, but it's the case for me and James and Andy, who used to be a co-host, and also. I know it's the case for Graham, who's an upcoming co-host, that we've only got one parent because the other parent's passed on. So, yeah, you don't have to, like I said, you don't have to say if that's the case for you or if you've got two parents, awesome. But <laughs> that's the, the other thing that we've got in common, which is uh, it's just not fun. <laughs> well, no, I've, I, I, I've got both mine. Yeah. Uh, no, I, um, I have my mum. But uh, my father is a cunt, so I haven't seen him for a long, long time. <laughs> so, unfortunately for me, he didn't do the decent thing and die. I think he might still be alive, the bastard. <laughs> I have yeah. medical problems as well. So I have, like, I mean, I had I had a replacement years ago and I was diagnosed with low thyroid last year. So I reckon that I'm probably quite well qualified to be on the show. Yes. Yes. Does it exclude me that I have two parents? No, you're allowed. Freak! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just the weirdo of the podcast. I'm sorry. And wait for it. They're still married. <gasps> <laughs> They're 40 years married this year, actually. Oh. And they both turned 60 this year, too. Oh. See, actually, I think my parents would have, because they were still married as well. So I think my parents would have probably have been around that mark. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's nice. But yeah, you've had um, you've had medical problems, haven't you? Oh fuck, I'm falling apart from the inside out, but sure. I'm the sort of person who, when they leak spinal fluid, just doesn't really pay attention to it because it's quite small compared to a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you have? Oh, no, mine's just more chronic fatigue and PTSD and of discs in my neck that aren't in the right place and of a crack in my hip and of a knee that's gammy and waiting on surgery on like about five different joints that <laughs> I'll now never get because of all this shit. The chronic fatigue thing hit me harder after the meningitis. It really knocked me off from last June when I got diagnosed with that there. And it was just like, holy good shit. So Joanne can vouch like, how bad was I? How tired was I after that? Like, I just couldn't even, there was chronic fatigue. And then there whatever, whatever the fuck happened to me after that meningitis, I was just yeah. falling asleep, left, right, center. Like, I could have been in the middle of this podcast, happily falling asleep and not known anything about it. It was terrible. Sure, we're alive and have a pulse. So exactly, life is for the living, and we carry on. Pain just means you're alive. So yeah, pain is the body's way. Oh no, hang on. Uh, do you remember I tried to tell a joke actually the other week? Well, I can't also remember how to to come off with um what, what words of wisdom. It's something to do with pain is the body's way of leaving, and I can't remember what it was. Or something is no, no, I can't remember. It's back There's to both. oral sex and anal sex again. I just I'm getting them all mixed up. I know there's a quote in G.I. Jane that the Master Chief says about pain. Pain reminds you you're alive or something like that there. Or something I only watched that the other day. I'm going to have to figure that out now. Oh, Don't worry. That can be an edit. That's gone. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Tell you what, folks. 
Yeah, go away and watch the film and come back and let us know what the quote is. <laughs> well, wait, hang on. Right. <laughs> yeah, Joanne, you've, uh, you've alluded to your joke. What was your joke? Because obviously oh. people won't have heard that yet. <laughs> no. This is because we, we tried to record, actually. Was it, was it really last week or the week before? It was last week, yeah. Last week? My goodness. I, I t- see, tw- 2021 is a bit like approaching a, dar- a, dar- a dark hole. <laughs> That's completely wrong. <laughs> there we go. It's like approaching a black hole. Everything seems to slow down the closer you get to the event horizon. And week by week, everything just seems to be really grinding to a halt again, including my brain. So the story I tried to tell before in, in, the, in the podcast that that, that didn't didn't happen um, was I'm not very good at telling jokes and sometimes I'm not very good at hearing jokes either. So many, many years ago when I was in the Vampire Society, we were, we we had a party at a, at a member's house and it was about four o'clock in the morning. And the joke was, the joke by one of the members was, what's the difference between oral sex and anal sex? And I thought the answer was, sorry, the, the joke, the way I heard the joke was, Oral sex makes your weak, and anal sex makes your weekend. So everybody around me laughed. Ho oh, ho ho ho! That's so funny. And I, th- well, I did the work laughing. <laughs> uh, not actually understand what it was, but thinking, okay, fair enough. If you're not maybe used to anal sex, maybe it would make your whole weekend, and you'd be really rather happy about that. And you know, give you a wee, give you a wee jump in your stride. Well, literally, um, you might not be able to walk very well afterwards, but you might be quite happy about the whole thing. About a week later, I can't remember what I was doing, but I suddenly realized that I'd completely misheard the joke wrong. So it's oral sex makes your day. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Oral sex makes your day and anal sex makes your whole week. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see, I mean, because you can see me, there's a lot of hand action going on here. Not fisting action as there is now but i keep I, i'm crap at jokes i am really really bad at jokes i can't i can come off with things ad lib but if you give me something in front of me i'll i'll just fuck it up every time because my brain's wired raw <laughs> convinced of it <laughs> well there, that's good that was worth it worth it for that joke <laughs> sort of yeah, yeah. so I, actually i probably should be the title or anal sex makes your whole weekend <laughs> <laughs> or makes your whole weekend. <laughs> yes, makes your whole weekend. Or as I once said it, I said, was it, anal sex makes your day and oral sex makes your whole week. <laughs> so it was just, and, uh, and I'm actually really surprised because I went and told himself that I managed to tell the joke and he was really shocked, really, really shocked because he'd never, ever heard me tell it properly before. <laughs> Golf clap. <laughs> and yeah, you've done two weeks in the trot now as well. So that's, I know. That's good going. <laughs> pressure. Pressure. I'm going to have to go and lie down and eat a lot of chocolate after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm just thinking it's, so, you know, our episode's gone very serious, so we need to make it a little bit more lighthearted now for all the male listeners. <laughs> yes, just to let you know, lads, that anal sex makes your whole week. That's all you need yes. to know. For the male listeners, everyone has their tits out. There you go. That's your... <laughs> My phone phone just fell over there. (laughs) In the excitement of pretending to lift my top, my phone. In fact, nothing fell out, just my phone. (laughs) Actually, my phone tonight is balanced on the arm of my chair on a TARDIS. Oh, very good. Yeah, I'm using a TARDIS. Yeah. Ah. Well, I'm I'm boring. I'm using a laptop, so, you know. 
Ta-da! It's on a lap. It's not. Actually, it's on a desk, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just holding my phone as my, my puppy enters the room. My dog has come into the room. <laughs> this isn't another name for Gordon, is it now? He's not come in wearing a dog collar or anything like that? No, dear Lord, there's another name for that person. Roly poly after his incident at the at the hill at the weekend. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Oh, I've never seen a grown man roll down a hill like in slow motion before in all my life. It was so funny. It must have been like a really shit version of Little House in the Prairie. Have you, have you seen the TikToks where you hear this? Like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. It's like something's going, and then you see it go wrong in slow motion to that that like sound. That yeah. was literally what happened. This blue streak just I mean, when you're going down a hill, the momentum can take you. Well, the momentum took him, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just he just like folded he did fold awkwardly like when I saw the way his knee landed I was kind of horrified for that split second but then the way he rolled out of it in slow motion it was like a really bad stunt take so (laughs) I've never me and my Aurora's best friend Faith we were dying of laughter we weren't even helping him because he was down Aurora had fallen just prior to Gordon falling so I think he went to help her and that's when he sort of ran down the to help but then she stood up to help him and she fell down a second time so it was like some calamity shit and me and her were me and Faith were just rolling around the hill laughing I'm holding the dog underneath my arm not knowing what to do I'm like if, if he's broken like it's an air ambulance to have to come and get us from here because like this is what made it funnier because if it had got any worse a helicopter's coming to get him not an ambulance a helicopter coming to get him <laughs> you know <laughs> Because no, there's no roads. I feel like back Doc Brown there, there's no roads. Where we go, we need no roads. Yeah, it was like that. Like, there's no roads where we where he fell. So I think that was fun. That was what made it funnier because there was that uncomfortable situation of not knowing if we're going to need a helicopter. But he was in a bad mood after he fell. So he then hobbled back to the car, really pissed off that his knee was sore. And he's walking on it a bit better today. But yeah, it was at the time, it was fecking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it all on video yeah <laughs> i wish oh my god if i had it would be all over facebook by now like he would be an internet sensation because it was just i've never seen anything like it in my life it was just how it went slow motion like he was running down the hill well i wouldn't say running the momentum was carrying him down the hill fast and then all of a sudden the fall was slow motion and it was like, <laughs> what? Why the fuck did that happen? Like, it was time slowed as he went, no. I'm still picturing him dressed in a gingham dress, running down the yeah. hill at Little House in the Prairie with all the flowers around him and his hands are <laughs> I used to love that show. Yeah, that was one of the ones that you sort of grew up with, wouldn't it? On a Sunday Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon sort of TV programme. Yeah. What do yeah. you call it? Mary, Mary Ellen or, or Mary Ellen or... Oh, what are the characters? We'll have to find out the character's name. But I always remember the older sister went blind at some point And it really... Like, yes. I can remember crying like a bitch at that episode. I was like horrified. Like, <gasps> how did that... Like, my God, that poor girl. The trauma. No. Hang on here a wee second, time out. You said you cried at something. Really? I'm surprised at that. <laughs> Gabrielle cries at everything. You you're, if you're not eating, you're crying. Yeah, it's I, I'm an emotional fecker. But like, as I say, I said to Joanne, it's, it's something 
I am, I am and always have been from I was no age an emotional wreck. I cry at commercials. I cry at happy stuff. I cry at sad stuff. I cry if there's a father-daughter moment in the TV, if there's a nice father-son moment in the TV. Daughter, daughter, I'm terrible. Like I cry at fucking everything. It's shocking, right? If I get overwhelmed, I cry. I just cry. But I never realized how, and this might get a bit deep again quick, but I never realized how grateful I was for that until I stopped doing it. And when my PTSD had a really bad patch, which I didn't know it was PTSD at the time, I thought I was like living my best life and being really reckless and not giving a shit about my life. I stopped crying at things Mm. that would have made me cry. Like E.T. was my, I knew E.T. made me cry. That was the end of it. It would only be a quick cry, but it would be a cry nonetheless. And all of a sudden I stopped. I stopped it altogether. And it was only whenever I started to get better and fixed that I realized I had stopped crying. So now when I cry at things, it's like I'm really kind of grateful for it. So I think I cry a bit excessively now because I'm so grateful that I'm back to <laughs> that I'm back to actually feeling stuff again that I that I cry. If, if yeah. that makes it sounds so stupid, but it's it's something I didn't realize I was grateful for. I have to ask this question actually. Oh Lord. Because um Gemma and I were talking about this briefly yesterday. WandaVision. I know that you are gonna record later on this week about it. Yep. Did you cry? Did I cry on No. Did you not? No. Yes. Me neither. No, not, not really, because I just, I don't, uh, we'll discuss it on Friday, but I just, uh, I don't know. I think because I've seen the comics too, I didn't feel a need to cry. Yeah, I think that's fair enough, but uh, I didn't have the comics background, to be honest. So, um, but no, I, I found the last scene quite sad, you know, because I, but sad, but in the sense that she was quite heroic. Because she had to, like, say goodbye to her babies, you know. And by now, people have seen it or they're not seen it. So this is a little, uh, that was a little spoiler, I suppose. But I, you know, we're going to do a full-on spoiler episode very soon. Don't get me wrong. I welled up. I welled up at that point. Like, oh, Christ. As a a mummy, like, I went up and hugged my babies a little, little bit harder. Oh, my God. But I didn't cry. At least not. Yeah. I think because I had cried earlier on at some murder <laughs> show or something. Like someone, I had, there was nothing left to give. <laughs> you know, from, the, from the eyes, there was there's nothing there anymore for that for that time of the day. So yeah, the only one thing I'm going to say about WandaVision is because I'm not doing the reviews with you because it, it doesn't have the same. The characters don't have the same emotional connection for me because they're yeah. I'm more into DC. Was mm-hmm. for me, I don't want to watch somebody's domesticity as a superhero. That's yeah. not what heroes are for me. I don't want to see. Yes, I know that I can understand her reasons, but I'd rather read that in a comic. But if I'm watching something on the screen, I don't want to watch domesticity on the screen. That's not. That doesn't thrill me. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm more for the fights and the action and the adventure and the thrilling stuff and that maybe more the lone female hero going out there and doing her own thing. But yeah. I, I'm not really into. I don't want to watch my heroes cooking on yeah. TV yeah, and raising their like... children and giving birth and all that. Because I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. I, I want you to be. You, you have all these powers. Yeah. Do something amazing. Go out into space. Do something Use that's them. just wonderful. Use them. Don't yeah. become a housewife. And that's nothing against housewives, but it's just it's not what I want to see my heroes do. I want them to do something daring. Yeah. I want to be challenged and I want to be um, amused and entertained. I don't want to see somebody making dinner for their badly, as it turns out, <laughs> for their husband's 
boss. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not, I kind of, I, I sort of enjoyed the series, but I didn't think, I think partially, and this is on Woman's Day as well, that I thought, there we go, we have a series about a female superhero. And yes, it's a continuation of what happened before after she lost vision and everything, and it's all supposed to be part of her grief. But really, that's what you come off with. Our female superhero series is about domesticity. <laughs> Please give me something more. Mm, give yeah. me something. Something you know, you have Falcon and Floopy Dee Doop and Thingy. That the new series is coming out <laughs> that I can't remember the names of. War Machine and Falcon or whoever it is. I'll watch Winter it. Soldier, Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Well, the the uh, the lad with a funny arm, and um, and that looks really good. And I thought they're doing all the dynamic stuff. What is Wanda doing? Raising two kids. Admirable on its own, as as I said, but not. I want my female superheroes to do something. After the clusterfuck that was Wonder Woman eighty four, where you had a, once again a female superhero who couldn't get over this guy that she chided eighty years ago. And he came back again, and it's all about him and and his effect on her. And, and the supporting character ends up being a henchman for, or a henchwoman rather, for the main body. Again, we're, you know, we're not. There's, I can't remember what it is. There's this thing that, um, uh, and it's to see how long it is before women start justifying themselves against men or talking about men in a scene. I wish the hell I could remember it. Um, it's a, a cinematic theory, I think. But there's an awful lot of stuff coming out that it's. I just feel like in some ways we are not progressing. You know, yeah. I don't want to see Wonder Woman with hanging around waiting for this guy and he comes back again and that seems to be her whole race on dead. Or Wanda, Wanda is is regenerating a home life that she, admittedly she never had when she was a kid. I want to see something. I want to see the body. I want to see the body hero equivalent for the female superheroes. That's what I really want to see. I want to see the Winter Soldier and your man with all the gadgets version in the female superheroes. Don't give me love stories. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, obviously we were, like I said, we will be getting into it a bit more on mm-hmm. um, our other episode that we're going to be doing. But with regards to sort of what you were saying, then I saw it from a slightly different point of view that she just wanted a normal, happy life. She didn't care about the superpowers and the things like that. I mean, yes, she was controlling people, but it was more that she just wanted to be have that happy surrounding bubble of, you know, like her family and, you know, like taking care of her family. I would agree with Gemma on that one, only for the fact that it always came across that Wanda never wanted her powers. She never actually knew. I mean, during the thing, she didn't know she was a witch. She didn't actually know what was going on so it sort of seemed like something was put upon her and all she ever wanted was something normal so I can see she's gone through that grief of that's what Vision wanted you know High Vision never wanted anything when he was an inanimate object baffles me still but that's beside the point uh, <laughs> I, I can understand where Joanne's coming from where I was like you know they shouldn't have pushed the domesticity storyline for a female but then it's sort of like it should have it's a hard one because I could you can I can see it from both sides, but I can understand why Wanda wanted it because she never had the other. Does that make sense? It sounds really. We, we all get what yeah. each other's saying, but it's like mm-hmm. you, we're just you know, all looking all, at different viewpoints, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
See, uh, children, this is what adults do. You talk, you discuss, you have a difference of opinion and you accept it and you move on. Yeah, yeah. none of us <laughs> fell out then, did we? Because we had a no. difference of opinion. <laughs> Nobody called anybody a snowflake or said that it was cancel culture or victim yeah. of consequences. I, no. I'll agree with you. I'm more DC. I'm definitely more a DC girl. Just It just seems darker. Marvel have done amazing things. Marvel... I think I discussed this with another cos with Finch, the cosplayer, the other day uh, for something else, and we discussed how Marvel sort of do it brilliantly in that with their franchise. Okay, say like Thor, Dark World, it was shit, right? Oh, yeah. They knew they knew Hemsworth was right for the role, so they kept yeah. him. Changed writers, DC changed the actors. Nothing wrong with the script, even though the script was shit. But nothing wrong with it. We'll just change the actors, and I think that's where it's sort of the need to maybe adjust that a wee bit but i'm definitely more dc but for back to wanda i lived for agatha yeah (laughs) for her yeah i love her love her just total bitch cracker loved her i just loved it when heaven pizzas came on and i was like (laughs) (laughs) the whole different podcast for me and you Gemma. the whole different podcast there (laughs) i think we should change the subject now because otherwise we're gonna get all into it and then by the time that james comes along we're gonna have forgotten what we need to talk about (laughs) exactly (laughs) yes so sorry if anybody wasn't expecting a couple of spoilers there but tough you know i'll write it in the um description so if you choose not to read the description then that's on you mate (laughs) in in saying that the way we discussed it was probably sort of slightly unique so yeah I don't think we did give away anything away. We didn't actually give anything away much. Sure, we didn't. No, I don't think anyone actually ever said what happened. Other than, did you cry? There was no real. I don't think we've been very cute. We've been very cute and coy. Yeah, damn right we are. (laughs) I mean, cute. Hello. Oh yeah. (laughs) All the single men out there. (laughs) I'm single now. Single and ready to mingle. Yes, when lockdown lets me. (laughs) International Vagina Day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just quickly before, because I was thinking we might move on to a couple of stories of the week. You know, I was just wondering whereabouts in Ireland are you? I know Northern Ireland, but whereabouts are you in? Northern Ireland, are you quite close to each other or not really? Mm, no, we're about an hour away from each other. It depends how much we get the boot down when we're driving. Yeah, but it's, about, <laughs> it's about an hour. It takes me about an hour to get up to, to Gabrielle's. But Gabrielle lives in one of the most beautiful parts of the world. She really does. Yeah. Take it away, madam. I live in Ballycastle and it's at the tip of the, basically more or less at the tip of the top of the island. So it is um, where I live. You can actually stand at the beach and you can see Scotland. Oh wow! Clear day, you can see Scotland. I think in some of the pictures I put up, you can actually see Scotland in the background. Um, it's amazing. Um, it's just it's quiet and peaceful, and there's a beach right at the bottom of the street. There's a forest up the hill. There's scenery for miles. The Giant's Causeway is like a ten minute drive from me. The a lot of Game of Thrones sites are all around where I live, so it's it's, it's amazing. Like I love it. I have Joanne up. Well, whenever lockdown's over, we'll have her up again and all. And we always go out to, for photo shoots and stuff because the scenery's just yeah. something else up here. So it is brilliant. I, and I live about 0.8 of a mile from the loch, from Loch Ness, which is right in the centre of Northern Ireland. Massive mm-hmm. landmass. I think it's one of the biggest freshwater locks in the UK. 
Uh, could be making that one up again, so don't quote me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's gorgeous around here. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. sort of living in a field. Effectively, my house is in a field. I'm very lucky. Uh, we there's a bird of prey, some sort of raptor that knocks around here now, and we could we could, we sort of get the binoculars out, like a couple of stalkers watching this thing across the field. <laughs> and I'd love to know what type it is. But when we walked down the bottom of the road the other day, with to where the lock is, we we're actually able to see the seer. She was out hunting because uh, uh-huh. there's a lot of grass and all down there just right at the lock itself so she was probably looking out for wee tiny voles and whatever wee wriggly things knocking around um it, it, it i mean it's it's lovely here it's nice and quiet very lucky during lockdown because you really mm-hmm. are slightly isolated that you don't have to you don't have to see anybody during last year over the summer i had a regular visitor called eddie the Jack Russell, who used to come up and oh. call for me and we would go for a walk. And he belongs, he's one of the farm dogs and everybody around, around here knows him. Now, I seen him, it was about a month ago. I actually had said to himself that morning, I hope Eddie's not out today because look at the rain. And through the patio windows, there's Eddie ran along and I thought, son, no harm to you, but I'm not going out. It's blowing a gale out there. and <laughs> pissing down with rain and you're bogging. <laughs> I'm not going out to see you. And I hadn't seen him for weeks because I've bought him wee toys. So I'm hoping when the better weather starts again and I start noticing running through the garden because he visits all the different houses along the road. But Aww. yeah, he used to come up and, and ask me to go for walks. Well, when I say ask, he would come to the front door and he doesn't bark, but he would sit at the front door and, and I would notice him. And and then I'd have to go and get my shoes on. And that was a bit of a handling because he was all over me as I tried to get my shoes on. And he would run <laughs> up and down the driveway, making sure that I was following him. Yeah. <laughs> so I just He's just adorable. I, it made me feel very broody. That's the only time Aww. I get these one. Oh, I was gonna say, holy shit! I'm not you, fucking hell! I get broody with animals. I just go oh, look. So he melted my old cold heart. I love, Aww. I love animals. And going when I walk down the road, there's a farm, farmyard Labrador, and called Flash. And uh, every time you give him a wee pet and a stroke, and as soon as you finish petting him, he has a whiz on the gate. So we've nicknamed him Slash. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why he does this it's every single time but yeah you it's nice because whenever you walk up and down the roads and you you the same Gabriel. the fact that you can see the seasons change whenever you see the seasons change yeah. you see the buds on things and yeah the, the sound and the light the way the light changes i mean one of the times that we were up actually um in ballantoy harbour which is down the, down the road there from gabrielle doing photo shoots the light was changing dramatically every few seconds mm-hmm. and it was yeah. hard to take a bad photograph because the backdrop of the rocks and the seaweed and the sea and the light was just phenomenal. It's I can understand why there's so many people go up around that way because I would ride up around there on the motorbike sometimes. Why yeah. why they go up there just to photograph? And it's it's yeah, it does seem to appear in an all in an awful lot of things. It's perfect. The cemetery as well. We done the photo shoot oh, in the yes. light. We sort of hoped we'd get the same light we got at Ballon Toy, but we didn't. We left it a bit late, but the light was just, it just changes so quickly. And it was, it's just amazing. I love it up here. I'd recommend it to everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it sounds like I'm going to be booking a holiday very soon. <laughs> well, it's, you know. it, it, it'll open your eyes. And it's, it's very, very popular. I mean, the, the, uh, the uh, Greyjoy Harbour was is down in Ballantoy. That's where they shot it. And then there's the Secret yep. Beach that we were on. Um, yep. And that's where they shot some of the, in the final season, there's one where the, let's say the goodies, their their ship gets wrecked by, oh, here we go. This is it. Names as well. I'm shit at names. Can't remember. I can see him. Uh, the one that was porking Cersei Lannister around the back of the bins. Jamie. From, 
Uh, no, not that was her brother. Uh, um, he was one of the Greyjoys. Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know who you mean. The cousin, or yeah. the one, I know who you mean. I can see him. Yeah. So he sunk the he sunk the the ships of the of the good ones, whose name has also just come out of my head. See, I'm Cersei Lannister as well, so I kind of the good people. I don't really remember their names. They mean nothing to me. No. As long as I get poked around the back of the bins, I'm happy enough. <laughs> and I think most people will know what you're talking about, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cryptic. <laughs> Not giving away any spoilers for something that finished three or four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mum and her boyfriend have actually started watching it again. So it's actually been quite nice because I've not watched all of them, but you know, like I have watched all of them like once, but this time, like they're watching them sort of continuously, pretty much kind of like as and when I'm sort of in the room kind of thing, I'm catching up on it. And it's just like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. Cause my mum had seen it before, but um, her fella hadn't. So uh-huh. yeah. So that's why they're rewatching it. But yeah, there is a lot of tits and minge in the first season. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite true. There was somebody that I remember speaking to someone and uh, that I worked with, and he said that his brother was in the early episodes. He, I think, he looked after the um, what do you call them? What do you call the fo- the fake minges, Merkins? Yeah, I'm thinking, <laughs> but yeah. Yes. Oh my god. And he was looking after them. Yeah, so they would sort of like clear the set, clear the set, sex scene, clear the set. He would have to stay and make sure everything was all right. Oh <laughs> Lord. He was a mint wrangler. What, what a job to have, like I know. Well, when you think about it, there you go. An International Women's Day. Let let's let's reflect on how much much fannies have changed. Over the years, let's face it. I mean, now you, you've gone from something that uh, possibly looked like roadkill to, you know, they might have, they might have squashed hair to something now that they insist on it being, well, prepubescent yeah. <laughs> in its hairlessness. Or vajazzled. Do, do people still do vajazzles? I have I no wonder. idea. I, I couldn't find mine. Idea. I never tried. Well, <laughs> well, I just generally look down and there it is. I mean... <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you just need twat enough to find it. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to a story of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that, we haven't got that for yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I've got two funny stories of the week. So we've either got goats that took over Welsh town or a lucky woman finds lump of whale vomit worth 185,000. So Did we're you say goats or ghosts? Goats. <laughs> Made it less interesting than so the- <laughs> I'm just laughing at the thought of you getting haunted by goats. Doing a Ouija board. Who's <laughs> <laughs> there? Oh, it's spelling out. Hang on a second. What words is spelling? It's spelling out Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Or just keeps going to the M for me. <laughs> it's Billy Goat. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll go to Goat then, considering we're on that track. Okay, we'll go with Goats, and then if there's time, we'll go on to the, the vomit as well. Okay, so headline reads, Goats that took over Welsh Town are now going shopping in Primark. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love these goats. 
me too. I read the headline and I was like, oh my God. They have class. Yeah, they have got class. <laughs> They've been spotted queuing up outside the barbers and invading hotels, but these famous mountain goats are clearly in need of some retail therapy. Will Roberts came across at least 15 of the curious goats outside of Primark in Clandidno on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> what did, I, I didn't struggle on the word Clandidno, <laughs> but I um, struggled on the word Wednesday. <laughs> oh, dear. I love my reading. I don't, but I do. Unfortunately for them, the government's closure of non-essential shops during lockdown means they will have to wait several weeks before reopening. <laughs> will said, <laughs> I, was, I was cycling to work at 8am expecting to pass through an empty park when I noticed the goats heading straight for Primark. It made me laugh, so I stopped to take some photos i think i counted 15 in total i thought i was getting accustomed to seeing them about but they kept managing to pop up in new places and and also more surreal places <laughs> in spring lockdown last year the goats who lived in great orm by the welsh seaside town achieved global notoriety i think i'm saying that wrong notoriety Yes, that's what I'm trying to say, thank you, <laughs> for invading the traffic-free street. And when Wales went into lockdown again, they became even more adventurous with one checking into a hotel. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Before the pandemic, the 120-strong army of goats were more commonly spotted munching on the grasslands of the Great Orm. But they are now regular visitors who seem to enjoy having free roam of the deserted streets, climbing walls, eating plants and hedges, and generally causing mischief. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Well, that's so, incredible. You see, here's the thing. We call it pre-mark over here. We're weirdos. Why do you call it Primark? I don't know. It's just, it's just what it's called. Northern Ireland, it's Primark. Yeah, it's Primark. Um, I think, yeah, and it's pennies in, the, in Ireland. In so Ireland, yeah. pennies. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's called pennies. I love Primark. Oh, I miss Primark so much. But I no. suppose it depends what kind of accent you've got as well, doesn't it? No. You know, with pronunciation, <laughs> sort of accent kind of thing. No. Green, white, or <laughs> over here, it's Primark. It's Primark. Primark. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. It's all matter. It's matter. Primark here. Primark. You know, I hadn't heard it called Primark until I started working the odd time in England, and then th people were talking about Primark, and I thought Aurora calls it Primark. My daughter calls it Primark. Does she? I have no idea why. No idea why. I think she tries to just to be different. I, to me, it sounds quite posh. Primark. Yeah. Primark. <laughs> Primark. Primark. <laughs> I call. I personally, I call it Primarche, just because I feel oh, like it. Primarche. Primarche. We're going to Primarche. I hate it. I hate it for crowds, just for personal reasons. Yeah. But I love how they've all the new like Disney stuff and Harry Potter stuff and all the geeky stuff now is just like taking it over it's it's amazing to see like i mm -hmm. love it for that though and you can get them at really reasonable prices which is great you can't <laughs> the pre the pre-mark in belfast went on fire like really really badly on fire it was built yep. in 1760 something the building it was an old listed building and yep. when it went on fire all of northern ireland mourned 
I know. All of pre-mark. It was just the most horrific thing. It was on the news for days. People were starting taking photographs because all was left was the front of the building and they're actually rebuilding it again using the old bricks. And then, of course, lockdown happened. And because they had built a new bit, I should explain, they built a new bit onto the back. But okay. one of the builders allegedly set the roof on fire. <laughs> He left, <laughs> so he left managed... like a welder on her. He left like a blowtorch yeah, or something random was left yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, and it burnt the old part of the building down and left the new part. So you can go into the new part, which was the extension. It was supposed to be some all new singing, all dancing, amazing pre-mark. And uh, unfortunately, we're just left with the back bit, which is a bit soulless compared to what we had before. I mean, pre-mark yeah. withstood the troubles. It's withstood the bombings in yep. Belfast. And mm. got burnt down, and and was it, it must be twenty eighteen now. But it was. I remember my brother. He he worked across Belfast. He's he's in Allstate. It's an IT company, and it's it's a bit across Belfast from it. And he could see the smoke rising. He, he messaged me. I'm in work. He said, "Premarks and fire." And I went, <laughs> "Holy shit, Premarks and fire!" <laughs> oh no, Premarks and fire. It was that bad, Gemma. Like the businesses all around it had to close. That's how bad the fire was. Like it wasn't like just Premark was hit. I'm talking like shops right up that street were closed, right down the like it's sort of at the end. It's hard to describe. It's like on a crossroad. Like so there's like four roads. It's kind of like just there. And all the like the shops right up from it closed. The shops right down from it closed. It was just it was devastating. Like a lot of people lost their jobs out of it. And wasn't it? It was like really mm-hmm. It was devastating to the time, like yeah. Oh. But obviously, the goats know where the best place to go shopping <laughs> gonna, is. So yeah, yeah. I was going to say I, that we're focusing on Primark or Primark or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but what about the goats, guys? <laughs> I know the goats. The goats would have made really nice barbecue chops, like oh well, yeah, they would have got fried. <laughs> <laughs> right they would have been lunch. That's it. You would have just. I bet you they would have ended up in somebody's breakfast buffet somewhere. A little bit of barbecue sauce. What's that tinge of a charcoal smell? Oh, oh it's brilliant. There, there's one actually. What I'll do is whenever this is released, um, I'll find it. because uh, somebody had sent it to me. Uh, it was uh, goat goat is looking for a cigarette, goat <laughs> looking for a fag. And I actually put it up my Facebook page, but whenever this this um podcast is released, I'll actually put the goat looking for a cigarette on our page. So yeah. that everybody can go. So this is whenever you're talking to me about these goats, all I can hear is this goat in my head going, you got a fag, you got a fag, you got a fag. <laughs> Joanne, you need to clarify to English listeners oh, yes. that we're not being, uh, uh, the word fag is for a cigarette. It's not anything it derogatory. The goat is not doing oh, yes, exactly. any other activity than a cigarette. That's more for our American listeners because we say fag in uh, the UK Oh, well. it's not so bad. Oh, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Or as we yeah. would probably call it over here, a fag. A fag. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like the flag. It's a flag. It's a flag. Flag. The fight's over here over flags, not flags. Flags. No, it's any Northern Ireland listeners are going to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flag. Well, I think just before we finish this episode, I think we do need to have a conversation about desk ornaments, don't we, Joanne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the podcast that 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 never was, uh, we got talking about our working environments, and I explained how I used to have a little friend sitting on my desk, and my little friend uh, was well dressed. He had a biker jacket on, and I thought he was really quite, really quite sweet. And um, size didn't really matter; he just looked happy all the time. 
Um, but it was a little penis that used to sit in my desk. <laughs> and I, I think I still think it was a medical sort of like selling Viagra here. There, there was the two there's the two veins actually that go up inside it as well. Again, I could be making that up. There could only be one vein. So again, don't quote me. You'll hopefully see a picture on Instagram, won't you? (laughs) And he's on a little plinth and he's wearing his biker jacket. Well, there was somebody in the office. Well, you know how it is in offices. There's always a bitch in every office. We unfortunately Mm -hmm. had this mad fucking psycho bitch from hell in our office. And she knew about my cock for years. And she had no bother with it. Until one day I pissed her off. Because I asked, I just remember, here's another bit of the story. A work colleague and myself, we decided that we didn't want to listen to uh, City Beat all the time, which is local radio station because it's shite. We wanted to listen to Radio 1 because we were young. And <laughs> she didn't like this at all. So we even offered, look, could we listen to an hour, hour of each? She just wasn't having this. So she decided that she was going to report me to the boss for having a penis on my desk. Now, <laughs> I know rightly that the boss probably seen my penis quite a few times sitting on my desk and never thought anything of it. But he caught me into his office. <laughs> I remember more of this now than I did the last time. And he handed me over this brown paper envelope, large brown paper envelope. And he said uh, uh, this. I went, what? And I took the envelope off him and looked inside and went, and? He went, there's been a complaint about it. Oh, you are fucking joking me. Who by? Your woman. Oh, oh, no way. He says, do you know what? I have to do something about it. I went, she's just can you just put it away somewhere? And I went, yeah, sure. <laughs> so he, he, um, I brought him home and he now sits at my desk at home. But the same boss also then gave me, and I must send you photographs of these, a bad taste bear. And it was a bear in S&M gear. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so he said, look, I have this. I don't know who gave it to him. Allegedly, he had this. And he decided that it probably needed to go to another home. <laughs> and it's in my bookshelves as well. Oh. Yeah, so there's it. And I, I actually added to the collection. I found another couple at a bike rally then a few years later. But yes, obviously, some people don't like having penises on your desk. That, and that's what I assume. You know, I mean, we're talking about identity earlier. My identity is having a penis on my desk. What's the harm? Some people are penises at the desk, not on the desk. So, you know, on yep. one's not really a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I never give him a name. So if anybody, if his photograph goes up, if anybody can think of a name for him, uh, he doesn't vibrate, by the way. There's no room tricky, for batteries. Tricky, tricky dicky. Tricky dicky. <laughs> he's so well-dressed. I mean, I just think he's yeah. like a, a penis, penis without a, what was it? The um, rebel Yellow without boy? a cause. He's a, uh, <laughs> he's penis without a cause that's what he is he's just who was in that rebel without a cause I have no idea what the film even is Mrs. oh shit it was a famous old biker movie um oh shit I don't know what it is with me tonight I am going I'm going through this phase where I can't remember names and most of the jokes but there you go people are now screaming probably at the podcast going it was such a James Dean yes so he's kind of like a James Dean type character this little penis hmm. Maybe that could be Aiden then. Yeah, James JD. JD. Yeah, JD. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. And well, JD for us could also just mean just dick. Oh, yeah. Just dick. But if asked if <laughs> for, like, for politically correct reasons, it's James Dean, but just dick. Just dick. <laughs> Is that, that like um, sort of like the, the Nike? Is this a replacement for Nike? Instead of just, just do it? Just, just dick. dick. And a big tick. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a tech, there's a deck on the side of the fucking shoes. <laughs> Just deck. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to cock in the end, really, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think on that note that we have successfully done our episode together. Woohoo! 
<laughs> so on that note, I think that we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I've been Joanne. And I have been Gabrielle. <laughs> and it's been a pleasure doing this recording with you. Thank you very much, ladies. Thanks for Bye. 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 <laughs>